Hi, I'm Arianna Raji Lee, and welcome to the Passion Mama podcast. Each episode, I interview a guest about modern motherhood to address its challenges, but more importantly, to celebrate its opportunities. From prenatal experts to postnatal health specialists, nutritionists, mums, and mums to be, I ask them to share their insights and stories with us. Welcome to Passion Mama in Conversation. Welcome to another episode of Passion Mama in Conversation. Today I'm joined by Laura Lewis, a mama and acupuncturist who studied for four years at the renowned College of Integrated Chinese Medicine in Reading. She says she loves the way this medicine is holistic in that it looks as the body as a whole that needs rebalancing. Having decided to study acupuncture after reaping the benefits of it a decade ago, Laura is currently working and practicing from her home in West London. Hi Laura, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. Um, I'm really interested in acupuncture. I've, I've, I've had it once and I don't know if I liked it or not. So I'm looking forward to talking to you to find out exactly what, what it is um, that, that so many people love about it. Yeah. So aside from needles, yeah. many people, including myself, don't necessarily, don't really know that much about acupuncture. What is its purpose? Mm. Um, well, good question. First of all, I would say I've also had good and bad acupuncture, if you can say that. I think, I think like most therapies, also a huge part of it is, is the connection that you have with the practitioner. Do you guys get on? Do you understand each other? Are they really listening to you? Um, and I think that rapport plays a big role. Um, I also think kind of, you know, where people have studied, there's what I've learned from doing my course, which was hard work, is that there are people that can do acupuncture and they've just done a weekend course or there are osteos or physios who just also add on a few, um, you know, they do a weekend course and they do acupuncture, but it's kind of working on a different system. So the experience that you might get with different people will, will also be different depending on where they've studied. Um, so yeah, I can see why it can be hit and miss and why, why you need to come get some acupuncture with me <laughs> to convert you. <laughs> I like that. And that's really, <laughs> that's really interesting that you said it's actually a little bit about the rapport that you have with, with mm. the commissioner. Because when I did it, I certainly didn't have any. It was just someone made me the appointment and I went and had it and I had some needles stuck in and there was no conversation really. Yeah. So what, what, if somebody has an obsession with you, what can they expect? Yeah. Um, so, so you're right. So I've also had it before where you go in and there was no talking and the needles were in. Actually, it was, you know, the outcome was really successful. But if someone was coming to see me where I've studied, um, a huge part of it is building rapport with the patient because we're also doing lots of observation of the person. Um, and so a conversation has to take place. Um, so for a first appointment, there would be a bit of a lengthy conversation because what I would do is I'd take a detailed history um, and that would include kind of looking back at stuff that even the patient might think, God, you know, is it relevant that I fell off my bike when I was 12 or is it relevant that, you know, my, the color of my snot that comes out is a certain color and, you know, all these little details about someone's kind of present and past are helping to build a picture that what might, that's kind of what might let, led have you, sorry, I'm jumbling my words, 
to, to what's going on today, maybe. Um, so in a session together, we would cover some history, get some details, and then we would take pulse and tongue, which is different to Western medicine because in Western medicine, you're taking the rate and I would look at the rate, but also with the pulse, I'm feeling for qualities of a pulse. So, um, you know, does it feel what I would call empty or deficient? Does it feel full? Is there a wiry quality to it? So I'm looking at qualities and then I'm also looking at a person's tongue and that's also indicative of what's going on in the body. So that with some wording and some explanation would then lead me to build up a picture of what's going on. And then I approach the person with the needles based on what I think is going on energetically. Gosh, that's, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, why would somebody come to get acupuncture versus any other sort of treatment? Um, I don't know. Do you know what, to be honest, but for a lot of people, including myself, when I got it, it was a last resort. Um, I, I had many years ago, some issues with my, like my, my period, my menstrual cycle. And I tried all sorts of things and I'd gone through the Western medicine route and I just didn't know what to do. And someone just randomly mentioned it and I went and, you know, it was the therapy that worked for me. And since I had it and it was successful for me and since I've gone to see different people over the years and I've reaped the benefits, I, I just, I just now, I just, just love it. Um, you know, it, it, it can be dramatic. It can be subtle, but the results, the results can be pretty amazing. And, and the reason why I, I like it is because you can really go for any reason. You know, it, there's a, you cover when you study basically everything. Um, and it doesn't mean that someone's, you know, going to get you the answers that you want, but sometimes it can be the only thing that gets you the answers that you want because you've, you know, you've gone for headaches elsewhere and you haven't been able to get any results. And then this is the thing that works. So I've seen people for period related stuff, headaches, musculoskeletal stuff. So like injuries, um, digestion, bowels, insomnia, mood. A lot of people go for general kind of low moods and they want to feel just lifted, improvement of well-being. It doesn't always have to be for a reason. You can just go because you want to keep your body in balance. That's, um, yeah, so it covers, I guess, a lot of stuff. And, and mm. like, for example, like, could you give me an example of if somebody wanted to come to say lift their mood a little bit or just keep it? Yeah. What does acupuncture actually do in order to help that? Is it about releasing something? Is it about um, putting pressure on something to then release something? How does it actually yeah. do its job? How, I know, like how exactly. And I think this is the thing that a lot of people, including myself, because I have a very practical side of my brain. So to practice and study something for four years under a bachelor of science degree, and then it's not backed by science as such was, you know, it's such a weird kind of thing in your head because the how is always something that people are like, well, how does it work? How does it work? You know, I can tell you the process of what we do and how it works according to the medicine, but you can't prove it with science, but the results, when you get results, that's, that's the evidence. So the idea behind it is that you're working with acupuncture points, which you can feel, and it takes you kind of a long time to learn where they are on the body. There's over 300 and you learn to palpate and feel the body gently to find these 
acupuncture points and they are channels um and these channels you know there might be they run from your toe all the way to the top of your head and all over the body up your arms up your legs up the middle of your body up your back and these distal points say there'll be points in your leg that will be connected through the channel up to your liver or up to your lungs and the idea behind this uh, acupuncture is that you can use a needle to put the needle inside these powerful energetic kind of whirlpools if you like and that will change the balance of those organs so <laughs> in a nutshell in a nutshell very very cool okay so so how do you see acupuncture then sitting alongside Western medicine? Because is it something that is in tandem with Western medicine or is it something that actually people are now able to alleviate um, aches and pains without it? Yeah, I think, I think it should, like all therapies, I think everyone should work together because I, you know, it, it kind of gets a bit competitive and people get a bit strange about things and I think that people want it to be separate and and actually for me I think it should just be about the best outcome for the patient you know if you can use western medicine and you can use a complementary medicine like acupuncture and eastern medicine or osteopathy or a talking therapy or whatever the complementary therapy is if the patient gets a better outcome because of it then then we should just be doing both um i think that there's more and more awareness of it in the western world obviously you know it has come from china it's relatively new in terms of people's awareness unless you've studied it and you're kind of living in it you know people know about it more and more um but it's still not as well known as it would be you know in china where they've just used it all the time and they have hospitals and they've got people going in and out the whole time doing acupuncture um so yeah I, I think it can sit really well you know and and things like if you are you know going to the doctor and you're pregnant and you're on some heavy duty anti-sickness drugs because you can't get out of bed and you need some hardcore western medicine which is wonderful then you're not wonderful that they're sick but wonderful that you've got the option for medicine then you know you can go and see an acupuncturist and they will be trying to energetically also help with the nausea or energetically trying to counteract the effects of the medicine so that you're keeping your body as clean as possible keeping your body as balanced as possible while getting while getting the treatment from the western medicine that you need so for me i think they both fit really well together cool and um you mentioned to me previously before when we spoke that you treat a yeah. lot of, you treat a lot of new mums so mm. what are some of the kind of common reasons that new mums come to you um, well, the, tr the truth is that being a new mum, you know, whereas you've had lots of time before to go to pregnancy yoga and to do all these lovely things, the second that the baby comes, actually, it's, it is hard to prioritise yourself to find time to get yourself to do all these therapies that actually really they're pretty essential so um, I do offer home visits because I know, and I know from my own experience, how hard it is to sometimes get out of the door and not everyone has round the clock help from family or a nanny, whatever. Um, but, but really, you know, labor is such a huge thing, particularly if it's the first time. Again, speaking from experience, I remember being quite shocked after labor. I was like, wow, that was painful and I'm exhausted. 
And then you're responsible for looking after a baby that's kind of up all night. So it's the physical stuff that you can get help with with acupuncture. Then it's the sleepless nights. And from what I've learned, when you're sleeping, you're resting, you're regenerating all that blood that's so vital for your mindset, that's so vital for your body. And all these disturbed nights, you know, you're not generating the blood that you need. And therefore, you know, you get a little bit crazy, you get a little bit tired, you feel a bit strained. So acupuncture will focus on that part of it. It will use kind of Chinese herbs or needles to kind of like stimulate certain organs and stimulate certain points and you get that blood flow back for you. So, you know, you're just trying to keep someone in balance rather than completely falling off a cliff and, and getting quite physically and emotionally drained. So I, I wish I would see more mums, but I think that it's just a case of trying to get to them and them trying to get to us, which we'll get better at. Yeah, and I mean, that's so great that you're offering kind of, you know, home, home treatments. Mm. Um, the benefits sound really quite incredible. How long do the effects of acupuncture last? So let's say someone had a session um, to mm. release a certain ailment how long does that kind of release stay in place and then how like how often would you see a acupuncturist yeah well i guess it depends so um people can get miraculous results where they've had something for years and years and they've just had one session and it's completely fixed and they never have to see anyone ever again and it's a bit of a kind of miracle freak situation um often you find with chronic pain where it's been niggling in the background for a long time um, you can find that can be not always but that can be a little harder to get better quote again so that can often take a few more regular sessions so maybe a weekly session once every couple of weeks or once a month um, and you know sometimes people will take a couple of sessions get better and then they just come once a month for a bit of a top up so I, it really depends and it depends on the ailment. Is it physical? Is it emotional? But I think once you get kind of into the acupuncture and you do feel some results, I know that I feel like I probably would go and see my acupuncturist once a month just as a little top up, which is crazy. But I now kind of view it as I would see it, you know, you're going to go get your nails done once a month or a massage, you know, getting that boost once a month. It, 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 it is life-changing yeah I can imagine once you've see, once you've kind of reaped the benefits of it it, mm. it would be hard to sort of want to kind of let that go but as you say you know self-care for, for a lot of people particularly new mums seems to fall by the wayside it goes down and to a priority so it's about kind of making sure that um, women can you know access this as, as easily as possible yeah um, Let's, you've spoken about the kind of postpartum um, aspect. Let's, let's go a little bit earlier into the kind of maybe the, even before pregnancy, so kind of trying mm. to conceive. So um, I, I personally uh, have just, you know, I've, I've, I've stopped taking the pill after a very, very long, long time. Um, mm -hmm. I had reflexology actually to start to get my, which helped to uh, get my periods back after being on the pill for such a long time. And now my husband and I are actively trying. And a lot of people have said to me that acupuncture is absolutely game changing when it comes to trying to, mm -hmm. have you, have you, have you practiced with women who have been in that situation? Yeah, definitely. And actually I think that in terms of when you were asking me earlier, you know, 
people's perceptions of acupuncture and we were saying how well it's known i think um probably most well-known forfeity i think that if you going to say to anyone about acupuncture it seems like people are mostly aware and it seems to create the most hype around it you know and it's such a special time isn't it as so you know if people have felt like they've not had much success ways or western medicine ways or you know doing loads of yoga or whatever i'm told to do to find you know that you are able to conceive because you've had some sessions of acupuncture like you know that's pretty significant in your life and that would make you you know, a bit of a, a bit of a convert. So in terms of treatment, again, this is what I love so much about acupuncture. It depends. And it's such an annoying answer, but it depends on the person. And this is, I love it because it looks at each individual. So it doesn't just say, this is what I'm going to do for you. And this is kind of a protocol. It's like, who are you? What's your story? What's your history? What's going on in your life? And what is your pulse feeling like? What is your tongue saying? What's your diet like? What's your lifestyle like? And let's come up with a bespoke plan that means that we're going to work with your body specifically and we're going to try and help you to conceive. That's why I love it. Um, so, for example, in terms of conception, you know, yes, I've said it's personalized, but equally, um, there are set points with set regards to set organs that are normally more common that you would use with conception. And it might be a case of depending on why you need it, but there might be needles that are placed over the kind of, you know, womb area to stimulate some of the blood flow or they might be connected to the kidney channels and the liver channels, which are often really wrapped up with conception, or it might be something completely to do with the heart channel. And actually it might be that you're feeling like the pressure on yourselves, the pressure you're putting on your partner, the stress from work, in which case needles on that particular channel would be the ones that work for you because it's just about calming the spirit down and the shen down and allowing that to open up and then you'll be able to conceive. So, um, it can be pretty great and pretty personalized. I love that idea of, um, you know, the, the, the process behind actually finding out, you know, finding out the individual stories, mm. what, what are some of the reasons? And then as you say, it might not be keeping the needles over the womb area. It might be putting it over the heart area to kind of release mm. the tension. I mean, I, I certainly know that, you know, um, I, I, I truly believe that emotions are, can get trapped in the body. I know that when mm. I'm stressed, I get massive backache at the top. And it's always in one specific area. Um, so whenever there's stress or tension that I'm not really sort of dealing with, so I don't necessarily feel it, um, uh, kind of, I, I, you know, I don't feel like I'm stressed. I can feel it in my back. So my body knows that I'm stressed, which is just incredible. So, yeah, I love that mm. idea of actually releasing and as you say, like in order for other parts of the body to do what they're supposed to. Yeah, totally. And that's one of the main reasons why I love it so much, because, yes, it looks at the body from a physical point of view, working with the organs. But it, a huge part of what I've studied is acknowledging that the emotions manifest themselves physically and that plays as much of a role. And therefore, that's a big part of what you look for when you're chatting with someone, which is why the conversation is so important. So yeah, it, it, that's why it's so great because, because for, for those exact reasons. So, well, I hope it's exciting for you. Yes, yeah, sometimes stressful, try not to be stressful. Of course, of course, yeah. Um, and so, 
so talking about now if you are it's it's a totally safe practice if you are pregnant that's correct right yes it's totally safe but you need an experienced practitioner and a qualified practitioner to know what they're doing because there are certain points which are contraindicated in pregnancy and actually if they're needled they are points which are used to induce labor when you're maybe closer to 40 weeks so someone has to know what they're doing i would say great so how would um, somebody know that they are with a skilled and safe practitioner um well you can look on the british acupuncture british acupuncture council website um and they are you know if you um sign up to them they're like the main body and they're the regulating body so if you sign up with them then that will show a list of acupuncturists um however not everyone who is qualified um, will necessarily be on there. Um, so what you need to look for or what you need to ask someone is that they are a kind of, you look for the letters like a, a lick, a lick act. Um, you know, when someone has like a MSC behind their name and BSC and BA and all those things. So it's a, I can never pronounce it, but it's a licentiate acupuncturist. And that basically means that they have been given permission to practice acupuncture. Okay, thank you. That was um, that was good, and I think I'll take that. I'll get that link and put it in the notes of the podcast as well. Okay, great. Um, I just have a couple a couple more questions. What if what if um, what what advice do you have for anyone who might actually just have a fear of needles? Yeah, good question. And you know what? I have to say, sorry to sound sexist, but it's normally the boys. It's normally the boys who are a bit worried about needles because I think historically girls have done years of like waxing and you know waxing in really uncomfortable places we've had years of very painful periods so you know not too worried about pain whereas the guys seem to really 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 worry about it but what i would say is honestly once people come in and they have it they realize that it is so not what they mentally had pictured which is maybe what you're used to in the doctors when you have very thick needles and they're taking blood out or they're putting medicine in so that you can have vaccinations you know these needles are as fine as a hair and they're not going very deep well not necessarily they are if you're working with muscles but if you're working on a chi level they're not going very deep at all you know there is a sensation because you're supposed to feel a sensation but really the needles can feel like nothing going in or a scratch so i would say generally you know it really isn't as much of a big deal as you feel um, if you are nervous though, you can always say to your practitioner, and I'm really worried, your practitioner might use a bit of acupressure for the first couple of sessions, which is just fingers over the points. Um, and that might kind of get you into it. Or if you're really nervous, they might use less needles. You know, they might just use four needles and that, well, that might be all they need, or they might just use less needles. And then, you know, until you kind of get, feel a bit more confident. So there's loads of ways about it. But, but as I've said before, once you feel the benefits of it, hopefully um you know it's a bit addictive and you just think oh i don't care i'm just gonna lie there and afterwards i'm just gonna feel so great it's just worth it oh, awesome i <laughs> i really like tempted to do this now and add it to my own kind of self-care practice um so i'm definitely gonna um uh, look into it a little bit more um and if um just to wrap up laura if anybody wanted to kind of get in touch with you to kind of book in a session or just kind of find out more what's the best way that they could do that 
Well, I've been a bit slow. I'm one of my lovely patients is is working on a website for me, which is really kind of her. So I haven't even got a website going. I've just been being a mummy and also working. Um, but I would say just the best thing to do is to, to, to pop an email at the moment, which is very informal. It's um, just my Gmail. Um, and um, then I can explain where I'm working from, which is currently my home and um, how much I charge for a session. So, yeah, just my Gmail at the moment. Great. That's all it takes. That's all you need is one, is one email address. That's it. That's yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I think with a lot of these things also to begin with is, is a lot of it is kind of word of mouth and things like that, isn't it? Yeah, totally. And I, I feel like at the moment, that's how it seems to be. It's just organically kind of, you know, I, I just want to make sure that everyone I'm seeing, I'm doing a really good job and they're happy and we have good rapport. And it, it like you'll know with any kind of business, it just kind of grows slowly from there. Yeah, exactly. Well, Laura, thank you so much for talking to me. It's been really, really wonderful. And um, when the website is up and running, do let me know. We'll get, we'll get that checked out. But um, in the meantime, I might just put your Gmail in the show notes if anybody did want to get in touch, if that's okay. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. That's so kind. I've really, enjoy, I've really enjoyed chatting with you. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs>